Blog Talk Radio. You love uploading video to the web, but you can't stand those pesky ads that come with it? Well, go to blazingryradio.com and click on the banner for Vimeo. Vimeo loves your videos. Save and share your videos in beautiful HD with no disruptive ads. As a basic member, you can upload up to 500 megabytes of video per week for free. As a plus member, you can upload up to 5 gigs of video per week. And that is $59.95 per year. And if you want to go pro, you can upload up to 20 gigs of video per week for only $199 per year, billed annually. So, go ahead on over to blazingryradio.com, click on the banner for Vimeo, and get to uploading. Thank you for listening. BlazingRyeRadio.com The great city playboy They're always around To help build your hope up And help drag you down They'll leave you with nothing Worth singing about everybody it is wednesday september 3rd 2014 you're checking in with your smoking nephew blaze and ryan i'd like to welcome for tonight the sade to my battering wah mr mike torito mike how are you hello 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 Parez-vous français? Konnichiwa, come and move in my way. What's up, man? What's going on, man? Happy to have you. Happy to be here. <laughs> Thanks yes, for having happy. me. Yeah. Happy to have you. Uh, thank you. I should mention that uh, Mr. Weeks is absent tonight. He's, he has a, a prior thing he's got to do. So uh, my friend Mike was uh, kind enough to step in at the last minute and pinch hit for him. Uh, do a little, do a little uh, uh, Anderson Cooper to his Regis Philbin, or a little Neil Patrick Harris to his Regis Philbin. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. NCH, yep. What's yeah? What what's going on with you? Uh, that's 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 funny because I was just walking home and I was thinking, you know, what's Ryan gonna ask me? You know, right? I I know I'm not like a guest, but I know you're gonna introduce me and ask me, you know, what's going on with you? Because I haven't seen you in how long has it been? Three years at least, give or take. Yeah, it's 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 been a, it's been a while, but I was just thinking, what's what's new in my life? Seriously, I mean, normal things, you know, nothing crazy. Growing, growing older, growing, growing more tired, you know. There, there's not there's not much new in, in my life, you know. I was thinking, like, what did I say? I, I'm really into a new TV show. I got a girlfriend. Nothing that's exciting, though. You know, nothing that's like that that's noteworthy. Um, I guess my girlfriend would be mad if I said that, but you know what I mean. Uh-huh. Uh, just just living, just living the dream. Same place you saw me last, you know. What TV show are you? You know, the, the thing that struck me about that was n- none of the other shit. But what TV <laughs> show are you into? I'm I'm uh, recently watching Sons of Anarchy because I I heard it's a good one and uh, mm-hmm. and the new season last season's coming up next week. So I'm trying to catch up. Uh, not working, but it's a great show. So I'm taking my time and enjoying each episode. 
I know our friend uh, Ryan Willoughby loves that show. Yeah, yeah, he's the one I go to after I watch a crazy episode. I hop into his office and, uh, you know, I, I, I try and relive the moment with him. He doesn't, re- he doesn't really remember things, but, you know, he's always there <laughs> for a good, uh, a good pep talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So are, are you still going to the gym? Like, uh, are you still a gym fiend? I, I, I am. I'm still going to the gym, my lunch hour, all the time. Uh, I, 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 I'm less strict with my diet now. Uh, I've I found joys in life, and they're called carbohydrates. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, I was starving myself for a while, and, uh, and then uh, I realized, what, what am I doing here? What's going on, you know? So uh, I've, had, I've had a few uh, carbohydrates, and it's been, been everything it's, it's lived up to be. Uh, you know, as long as it's in moderation, it's. Uh, I've always had the problem with the moderation. It's either, uh, you know, no pizza at all, or try and eat the whole thing in one sitting. It's either no, uh, no fast food at all, or go get number four, no pickles, no onions, large with a coke from Mickey D's. You know, it's it's. Uh, I need to learn moderation. Same thing with the alcohol. It was never. It was either. No alcohol or a lot of alcohol. You never do that in between stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not you're not one for moderation. Exactly. Um, speaking of, the uh, over the last couple weeks or so, I, I knew I was going home last weekend, and then I knew I was seeing like uh, my dad and his wife this past weekend. So I, I knew that it was going to be tough. For some reason, it's always harder to, to stay on my diet when I get home and stuff. So then I kind of like um, fell off a little bit, and then I just kind of fell off like crazy. So uh, <laughs> yesterday and today were like uh, the first days back on the diet in a couple weeks, and I um, I uh, was at the gym earlier tonight, and I I was on the elliptical for for an hour, and I was watching the tennis with the. Uh, the the five set match, which by the way, you know that guy that you could have seen the other night, Nika Nika Gori or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. Did he, was did he win? Because I saw it went to five sets. Warinka and him, right? Yeah, he, he yeah the the Japanese guy won. Warinka lost in the fifth set. Uh, but I'll tell you what, that was a five set match. There were two tie break sets, and it was still as boring as watching paint dry. Like, it was, uh, I miss the days where there was personality in tennis. That's why I hate when, like, uh, the the non-stars get far in the tournament. I know it's probably a bad thing to say, but, like, I always, I hate when Federer loses early. I fa- hate when Djokovic loses early, uh, Nadal, whatever, because tennis really needs personalities up there. So, and for a long time, Federer had no personality, but I think he does now. Anyway... Uh, that match yeah. was so boring, so I'm hoping that Serena's uh, bringing, you know, threatening another lineswoman to shove a ball down her throat now, and I hope uh, Djokovic and Murray bring it tonight, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that should be a good matchup. I was, uh, you know, I had went on Sunday, and it was, or Monday night, excuse me, and uh, first time ever seen a tennis match, and that, that, that was fun. It's definitely, uh, definitely better in person, I would imagine. Watching yeah. on TV gets boring. It, it was cool to, to be there, and, you know, a lot, a lot of fans, and fanfare and things to do. It was a good time. It really was. Did you spend more time outside the stadium doing stuff on the grounds, or did you spend more time watching the tennis in the stadium? Uh, it was probably uh, probably an even split, to be honest. Uh, uh-huh. There was definitely a lot a lot to do uh, over there. You know, plenty of like plenty what? of sponsors. You know, doing different things, taking 
you know, Mercedes and, and Amex and, you know, different, different things, you know. Uh, it, it's definitely good for the sports fan and the non. You know, I went with my girlfriend. She's not a huge tennis fan, nor was I, but we both enjoyed both parts, you know, the sport and the activity, the fanfare. Mm-hmm. The sport and the activity, sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, because it, they really do cater to a, a broad audience there. Um, now, what I was saying was I, I went to the gym earlier, and I'm on the elliptical for a long time, and then uh, and that, that's all I did today, but I, I, I knew I was in a time crunch. I got off the uh, machine, and I kind of I realized I hadn't had my vegetable servings today. I hadn't had my... Um, I didn't bring my, like, lunch uh, serving today, so I was like, all right, I'll switch up, the, like, one of these Nutrisystem desserts and, and one of the lunches, and because um, I had one of the desserts there. Anyway, by the time I was done on the elliptical, everything in my body started tingling, and I felt like I was going to faint, and I almost just let it happen because it hasn't happened before. I was just kind of curious to see where I would, would end up, but uh, – <laughs> I figure, well, the show must go on. But so I go into the locker room, and by the way, the Blink locker room in, in Bryant Park is way better than the one over uh, in NoHo. So that's good. So I'm walking uh, behind these these two guys, and of course it's like these two like you know big canoes of guys. I can't. There's no way to get around. They're going so slow into the locker room, and then I'm in the locker room behind them still, and I'm like, oh my god, get away from me. And then, of course, they go to the locker right next to my locker. And, and, like, immediately, even before they selected a locker, I'd go, like, excuse. And I, like, rushed up to the locker. And meanwhile, I think I'm about to, to keel over. And then I, uh, I leave the uh, – I, I get changed, whatnot. And I leave the, uh, the locker room. And I am on the train back. And I'm, like, falling asleep. I feel like I might be fainting on the train, whatever. And then – uh, the, 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 the two things that really piss me off in life are people having like loud conversations around me and then people chewing with their mouths open. So the guy to the left of me was chewing gum with his mouth open. It was disgusting. And I think maybe that, and then the, the loud people behind me kind of kept me uh, alive just now. Well, thank God for people with poor manners or I may be doing the show on my own. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Ooh. Oh, if you stayed the other night until 2.30 or whenever that match ended, what would have happened to you? I know you, you need your sleep. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty much an old man when it comes to uh, uh, life in general. Um, so we, we made an executive decision to get out of there uh, at a decent time. I probably, I was driving that night. I probably would have fell asleep at the wheel. Um, if not, who knows, man? I would have, uh, I, I would have killed over myself. Cause, uh-huh. An old man like myself needs to sleep. That's that's for sure. Especially what are you after like? After a long long holiday weekend. What are you? Twenty five. Twenty five. Yeah. God damn it. Well, yeah. I got to tell yeah. you that uh, Leslie Dennis, the Wizard of Waverly Place, Tom Fogarty's wife, said on our uh, Facebook link, "Yo, go Tom Fogarty, Ryan Holmes and company." So she's she's shouting shouting out uh, us tonight. Uh, and uh, I think in particular you, since it's your first time, how does it feel? Are you, are you, I, I hear you need to get lubed up for your first time. Yeah, that's what, that's what they say. I'm having trouble with that. It's, uh, you know, there's good pain and bad pain, um, you know, but uh, you just got to power <laughs> through. You really just got to gotta just get in there and, 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 and try it, try it out. But uh, I'll, I'll, I'll let her know that I am, I'm so happy to be here and excited that 
Um, I'm actually wearing a suit right now. Just uh, <laughs> thought I'd thought I'd. I know no one can see me, uh, which I realize now. But I just wanted to <laughs> class class up the uh, the blog talk radio, or you know the. I just felt, I just felt like it was necessary, you know, like you know, you know, people put their game faces on, you know, or whatever, you know, look good, feel good. That's that's what's going on right now. I'm fairly just, certain. Just, you know. <laughs> I'm fairly certain that John Weeks does not wear pants when he does this broadcast. <laughs> well, there we go. There's a there. There's your yin and your yang, then, one way or the other. Well, I appreciate you dressing up in a suit. Is it like a clown suit or is it a real suit? Yeah, clown suit, big shoes, you know, big floppy shoes. Nah, it's, a, it's a regular <laughs> suit, you know. That is very strange. Um, have you heard about this? Uh, this okay, so. In Mississippi, uh, this woman, mm, I, questionable, Tracy Lynn Garner was convicted of murder after she injected this other woman, Karina, Karima Gordon's buttocks with silicone, and uh, then this Gordon died eight days later, and uh, the, the attorney for the defendant said that the uh, deceased wanted this underground bargain basement butt enhancement surgery. What do you think about that? <laughs> I think I think that's that's funny. First off, um, I, <laughs> I, uh, you know, anyone who's trying to do silicone injections at home is first off probably not in the right mindset. I I feel like mm-hmm. they're you know you usually don't go to the black market for for those sorts of procedures, but having said that, I think this woman is, it sh- should not even, she should not even have to deal with this nonsense. First off, terrible friends. You, you don't, you don't, you don't inject your friend's butt with silicone. She, mm-hmm. shouldn't be, uh, uh, she shouldn't be in there for murder. She shouldn't be in there for anything. If anything, she should, I should, I, I like this woman, you know, she was, uh, she was trying to just be a good friend. And, and unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately it didn't work. This, I've done I've done worse for my friends. I mean, really, in the, in a different spectrum, so to speak. I, I sure as hell has never injected any of my friends' butts with any any foreign uh, foreign materials. But that for <laughs> one, you know, that for one went wrong, and uh, you know, she's only has has herself to blame. You know. Wait a second. You're saying the woman who died only has herself to blame? Yeah. <laughs> For and, sure, for sure. Okay, now I don't want to get the 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 TransUnion Credit Bureau coming after me here, but the Mississippi woman who who injected her friend with the bargain basement butt enhancement uh, silicone was born a man and had gender reassignment surgery and. Does that does that mean anything to you? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, big booties. You know, no one discriminates. Men or women don't discriminate over over nice booties. You know, it doesn't matter. I'm sure she was just, you know, trying to trying to help a friend out. I mean, as a male, everyone likes a nice butt, and and then when she turned female, she was probably even even more attracted to the butt, maybe even envious those eight days before she died. <laughs> she didn't die. The other lady... No, no, the, the lady with the butt died. <laughs> yes. The lady who wanted to get the Nicki Minaj surgery 
is the one who died. Uh, apparently, this woman uh, who, the, who used to be a dude and now is a, uh, she got her cock cut into a vagina, she uh, is, um, has done this before. She's gotten in trouble for the same stuff in the past. So she's running this, this weird plastic surgery injection underground bargain basement. But You know an attorney uses bargain basement butt enhancement surgery as a phrase that is a bit ridiculous. <laughs> well, now that I know this woman's running a ring of, of different, you know, physical enhancements, I could, I should maybe give her a call. Maybe she has some calf implants for me. I could, I could use those. Oh yeah. Uh, who's, <laughs> whose calves do you envy the most? I, that I don't know. I really don't look at men's calves, but, <laughs> You know, <laughs> I, I sure as hell, uh, sure as hell could use a boost. You know what I mean? Mm. I, do all the calf, I do all the calf raises I want at the gym. Nothing happens, man. Nothing happens. You know what you could do is uh, you, you play tennis regularly. You'll get some some tennis calves. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Those guys, those guys were uh, were hung to beef. They had some nice calves. Yeah, I mean, look at Serena Williams. Speaking of hunks of beef. <laughs> Speaking of, I'm gonna. I'm just. I'm not even gonna say anything on that one. <laughs> so, Mike, uh, who are you, by the way? I, I realized that I just introduced you, and I didn't say who. You know, how, how did you want to be introduced for the show? I don't know. Yeah, Nobody that, knows who you a, are. Who's listening? That's a good question. What, what? What? Why do I qualify to, to step in in such a prestigious radio show? Is beyond me. Um, <laughs> I. It's funny. It's funny to say that I have never done anything like this. I've, I, I've actually. All right, let's say this. I called into your show once or twice, mm-hmm. uh, and I had a success rate of fifty percent. I had asked uh, someone a question once, and that went well. And then I tried to land a joke on my second call, and that did not land. That did not <laughs> land at all. So uh, I'm trying. Uh, I'm trying to go two to three tonight. You know, uh, trying to be a good co-host here. You know, bounce things off the wall, so to speak. You know, maybe maybe put in a, maybe put in a, you know a, a word or two. Maybe start a start a topic of conversation. You know, just uh, just trying to play my fair share here. That's all. What uh what was that joke that bombed? <laughs> it was uh it was the joke uh, about waiting in line at the Lego movie, right? Uh-huh. You remember that one? <laughs> Uh, big. And, uh, yeah, so I'm waiting in line for the movie, the Lego movie. Uh, and, you know, there's a bunch of kids there, whatever, and I'm obviously 25 years old. Uh, just kind of reminiscing about playing with Legos as a kid. And I was saying how, you know, kids nowadays, they're all so spoiled and whatever and whatnot, you know. The kids are probably asking about this, this Lego movie. They just want to know if these Legos are gluten-free, you know. <laughs> that was the joke, and it was terrible. I thought it was good, I mean. My sense of humor is quite dry, but uh, that, that, was, that was my joke, and it, it sure as hell didn't land. Well, you know, I never, uh, I, I, I guess I, it's coming across as a good, it's landing tonight, so I, I guess I assumed that it was much worse than it was, and in, in retrospect, that, that's a decent joke. Well, I've had a few more months to rehearse it. Maybe I've done better. Who knows? I've tried yeah, maybe it with your delivery. Audience. Uh-huh. That yeah, must, must, must have been the delivery. Yeah. 
Uh, speaking of delivery, what do you think about the, these uh, ladies who got their uh, the photos, their iCloud hacked, and, and everyone's looking at their naked bodies like uh, Jennifer Lawrence? I, I call her J-Law. I don't know about you. Uh, J-Law. It reminds me of the other J-Law. You know, we don't want to get those confused. You mean J-Lo, or is there another J-Law? Jude, Jude Law? Jude Law? Is he a J-Law? Oh, Jude Law. Got it. He could, he could be a J-Law. Kind Either of. way, let, let me say this. Did yes. you look at the photos, Ryan? If, if I say I did, does that mean I'll have a bunch of uh, ladies coming but, after me? Uh, I don't think so. I saw it on Reddit, and as yeah. did many people. Okay, um, I saw it there, too. I'll, I'll say this, that my... my my thoughts on Jennifer Lawrence have changed 180 degrees um, in the way I think of her. Not because her photos, are, she's on there naked, just the way she was in them seemed trashy to me. Really? Um, yeah. So, so, some of them just seemed like she's like a, a drunk college chicken, a, a frat house, like taking pictures. While some of these other selfies and whatnot are a little more, I mean, not to say they're classy, like a Playboy shoot, but... Or, you know, but they're uh, they're they're a little they look a little nicer, so to speak. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe that's the way I I interpreted it. But um, I'll say this: if if someone wants to hack into my phone, they're really they're they're gonna find some stupid shit. Nothing that I I wish I could hack into a celebrity's phone and see what they're doing because because my photos are awful. I I was looking at my last like. 20, 30 photos, and they're just boring. My life is boring. I guess it, no wonder you're hacking into celebrities' photos, but even still, What's I guess it goes to show that everyone's all, everyone's all human. You know, people, people take right. nudie photos, whether or not you're a celebrity or not. So, so to that point, saying people take nudie photos, whether you're a celebrity or not, isn't, uh, you say your opinion of J-Law has changed, but isn't it that, you know, that those photos just inherently are kind of meant to be trashy if you're going to take them? No? I guess. I guess. It, it, it makes sense. Um, I, guess, I guess, if anything, maybe, maybe I like the idea that some of these girls are taking photos in their mirrors and, and selfies or whatnot, while J-Law, clearly there's a, a, another party involved taking these photos, and they're just, it's just, it's just kind of weird. It's just kind of <laughs> weird. I looked at it once. Um, I haven't gone back to look at them again. I don't even know if they're still on the Internet or not. But, uh, you know, what, what, what are you going to do, man? I mean, this is the 21st century. The, the weirdest thing about it was this. Uh, there's, yeah. there's Kate Upton, and she's, he's, she's dating a baseball player, Justin Verlander. And the way that they were able to know that these photos were real was that they apparently there's a location tag on the photos, and the tag in them with the baseball player and her correlates to his baseball schedule and what city he was in at that time. So it's mm-hmm. just interesting to see that, you know, they, can, they really were able to get into here and, 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 and check it all out, and it, it worries me. The only thing they'll find is a 2 a.m. photo of me in my apartment with a pie of pizza, and I don't think that's anything so interesting. <laughs> a pie of pizza. A pizza pie, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and what do you think about our boy, uh, the Beebs, uh, getting arrested again? Honestly, it's so hard to even follow that kid. He's just, he is, he is doing something to his career, man. He is doing something. I can't even, Bieber, man, he's funny. He's a funny kid. I don't know. He's, uh, 
he's he's losing he's losing all the love I had for him. And yeah. Steve, if you're listening right now, <laughs> get it together, kid. Uh, yeah, I know he he listens. Uh, he tries to listen every week, but he usually catches about one or two shows a month. Um, <laughs> I think uh, that I have found a solution for our, because Mike and I we enjoyed Justin Bieber. We went to a concert on a whim. Justin Bieber concert, great. No lines in the men's room. No lines at the uh, the for the alcohol. Um, uh, <laughs> surrounded by miserable middle aged mothers, it was wonderful. Uh, but, um, I think the solution has, for me at least, been Jesse McCartney. This kid just released this great album called In Technicolor, and then I've been, like, watching his live, uh, uh, sets on the YouTubes, and he does, he dances, you know, and he's, and he sings, and he's, he's, his songs are catchy like Bieber, except without all the fucking trouble, you know what I mean? Without all the fucking trouble. Yep. Oh, he's a little older, right? He maybe he's That's matured. True. He's, That's he's, true. Uh, he's found his way. He's found his but way. But he never got Bieber, he never got in trouble before, though. You know what I mean? Like Bieber just can't do anything. Uh, he can't get through one day without getting in some trouble. Uh, McCartney, I never heard of uh, doing anything stupid. Well, Bieber's also on a different level of stardom. I feel uh, everyone knows who Justin Bieber is. Everyone. Yeah, but there was a point, like, say, when in 2008, that song Leaving by Jesse McCartney was the biggest song all year, you know? Oh, yeah, that was a, that was a big fave of mine. No, <laughs> anyway. No, yeah, any, anyway. Oh, <laughs> My let, me point. You, let me ask you a yeah. question. Yes. So, so it's officially your first show in September. That, that's fall. I mean, summer's mm-hmm. over, right? Summer's done. It's over. So, what kind of plans you got for the fall? Any, any anything happening? I know you're always doing things. You're going to like a wedding a week in the summer. Are you excited? Those are done. Those are not done, my friend. Those are far from done. Um, <laughs> I actually uh, spent about like three hours on Monday night. I don't know if it was Sunday or Monday because you know, let's be honest, it was Labor Day. We neither of us know what day it is right now, right? The whole Sunday-Monday thing really has thrown us all off, don't you think? I, I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. So on, I think it was Monday night, I get, I spend like three hours on the computer trying to figure out if I should get car rental insurance through the car rental company that I have to rent a car to get to Chautauqua, New York for, to get to a wedding a week from Saturday where... Uh, not only am I attending the wedding and staying in the, the hotel that night, but also uh, I lately, other than just being a groomsman, which is quite common for me, uh, I, I get these different, these weird kind of odd jobs in these weddings. And this one, I'm I'm going to be like the announcer, like the bootleg DJ, because they're not going to have a DJ. So, um, so I, and then the whole thing with the car rental insurance. At some, I was like, the, would, would my credit card cover it? But wait, I, I'm booking the car through points from a debit card, so then the credit card wouldn't cover it and blah, blah, blah. And by the time it was over, I just added, like, all the insurance available options on the thing uh, through the rental car company because I, I just couldn't figure it out. And I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, I mean, aren't those relatively cheap, those insurance policies? I mean, how much thought had to have gone into this? Are we talking 
tens of dollars, hundreds of dollars. Probably like another hundred tacked on to what I was already paying. Wow, that's that's silly. Yeah, you you should just you should just wing it, man. Wing it. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. And then I like I get on the the thing with Capital One to try and see if that that card covers the shit. Uh, and they and then they wind up giving saying, oh, you can upgrade to a, a a better card with more rewards and blah blah blah. And then like after they did all that, I was like, thank you. Um, but but my initial question was, do you cover rental and car rental insurance? Anyway. Uh, your question, to your question about the, the fall, my plans for the fall are to go to this wedding um, and then the following week to turn 32, September 18th, um, oh. to not drink on my birthday for the first time in a long time, and uh, and then just like get, get to my weight loss goal uh, because I, to be, I probably should be there by now, but it's probably going to take me until... Uh, until like November to to get to that that magic number that I've been seeking, so those are the plans really. No good. No, I like that. I have a I have similar plans. You know, to yeah. What are your plans? Reach reach my fitness goals. Uh, besides that, not too much, man. You know, just try and try and enjoy myself, save a little money. You know, I have some some happenings going on in the, in the new year, so just next few months are kind of just uh, kind of just cruising, cruising through. Uh, you know, not not spend too much money. Try and uh, try and keep up with the fitness and uh, watch, watch some football. You know, just just normal guy stuff. <laughs> oh yes, football. Are you excited for its return this weekend? I am. It's actually tomorrow will be the first game. Uh, although a oh. New York team will be playing, uh, there are fantasy implications on my football team. But uh, you know, uh, they're, they're, uh, it's, it should be an exciting season. You know. Uh, Mm-hmm. As well as the last month of Derek Jeter, uh, you know, a guy I've grown up with my whole life and and have enjoyed watching and winning World Series. So that's that's also kind of a sad a sad thing. So you know, there's there's a lot going on in the sports world, and and even hockey starts in October, and we know how big of a hockey fan I am. You like the uh, the Philadelphia Flyers, right? Yeah, I despise the Philadelphia Flyers. Um, <laughs> I, I am a big Ranger fan, and unfortunately, there's still that bitter taste in my mouth that we we lost in, in the, uh, the the Stanley Cup final. So hopefully, hopefully we get back to it. But you know that that's my life: sports yeah. and, and and movies and, mm-hmm. and, and and other things. You know. <laughs> well, what about you? Man, your, I was. Yep. Sorry, I was. I was. Uh, I was thinking before I was, I was watching, uh, I was sometimes um, while I'm bored at work, I'll, I'll go through the IMDb of some of my favorite movies and, 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 mm-hmm. and read their quotes. And, and today I was on Clerks because I'm sure you've seen Clerks mm-hmm. a million times. You're a big Kevin Smith fan. And I just couldn't stop laughing at, at, at how brilliant that movie really is when, when you really look in the, the wide spectrum of Kevin Smith and his career, how, how he started with that movie and how – you know, successful it even is to this day. Some of those jokes, you know, people, you know, people still know all those, so, some, so many of those lines, and and they're, they're truly hilarious. What are what are some of the lines that you love from that movie? I love the thirty-seven dick line. That's that's one of my uh, all-time favorite what, lines. What's that line? What is that? Where he's like, 
my girlfriend, she sucked 37 dick. And then the guy comes up, he's like, in a row? Remember that? <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right about that, boy. You're right about that. That's a good yeah, line. Yeah, you're right about that. That's a good, that's a good one, man. That's a good one. But, you know. Kevin are, Smith. That's, um, I, I love him. He can do no wrong by me. Even the movies that are not, eh, you know, they're okay. I still really enjoy them. Uh, uh, and and he has the new one coming out uh, called Tusk, some horror movie about like a, I don't know, like a walrus man or something. And Justin Long is in it, and it's and uh, the guy who played the guy in the thing is in it. The guy who played the guy in uh, Red State. Um, have you seen Red State on the Netflix or Amazon Prime? No, that's that's a good one. Yeah, it's totally different for Kevin Smith. It's like his first horror movie, and he did it kind of, uh, uh, oh, he distributed it himself. And, like, people were very, like, like how dare he do this, blah, blah, blah. Um, but it, it, it wound up uh, being good and lucrative for him and his company, and, uh, and the movie is, is pretty deranged and terrifying. Interesting. Um. So, Red State, by the way, does not uh, refer to uh, political uh, things. Thank God. <laughs> I don't think, anyway. Uh, hey, Mike, it's it's 9.30. Do you know what time it is? I do not. Okay, well, it is time for the Hot Mess Awards. Tom Fogarty, hey! Hey, hey, hey! What's going on, sire? Yo, 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 what's with that new intro music? Yeah, because we lost the clips. Sorry, I'm working on getting that hot mess clip back, though. I'm sure uh, that... okay. That, I am not using that Huey Lewis uh, legally, so we really got to get the legal clip back, you know what I mean? Hey! I was going to say, you got some, like, uh, contractual shit going on there. I know. I'm going to have to go back and edit this episode later. Uh, Mike, this is the wizard. The wizard, this is Mike. Uh, yeah, there you go. What's up? What's up? Hey, hey, hey. Not me. <laughs> I'm, I'm wilting away doing? here in Florence, South Carolina. Oof. What, you're, you, are you sweating in the gerarium? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got little uh, crawly things running around in my shorts at this point. Ugh. What are you doing down in South Kakalaki? Uh, heading down to Flo Rida to close up the Miss Daisy's place for the winter. Oh, Since okay. she won't be going home anytime soon. Right. Uh, Mike, Miss Daisy is uh, Tom Fogarty's mother that is now in New York, right? But was uh, he would drive her, drive Miss Daisy every now and then. Right, and just like the name says, she has a propensity to go off color if if you catch my drift. <laughs> <laughs> well, so do we. So, who have you got for us tonight for the Hot Mess Awards? Well, my first one, and it goes both ways, has got to be Joan mm. Rivers. I mean, I just mm. feel so bad about that. Yeah. You know, it's like she just, you know... She's like a cockroach, you know? You just can't imagine that anything's ever going to happen to her, you know? <laughs> yeah. She'll outlive everything, but uh, then something funky like this comes along, and, you know, just just like when I'm dealing with my mother now, you just never know, you know, from one day to the next. Do you think so, that they're 
like covering it up by saying it's a throat surgery and it was more plastic surgery, or do you think it was an actual throat surgery? Uh, no, I mean I can see that because her voice is so strained. I mean, yeah. even if you know you you catch her on uh, the Fashion Police. I mean those mm-hmm. intros that she does, it sounds like she's shouting practically. So I'm sure you know, and she just doesn't know when to quit. Yeah. She's literally in some small, funky-ass club every other night working on new material for when she does go out on the road. So she just never takes a break. Mm-hmm. You know, this so... reminds yeah. me of... Uh, we had a Joan Rivers... First off, Joan, get well. I hope I hope you make it through this. Um, but we had a Joan Rivers joke uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, I just want to play it. This was... Uh, when sire you were you were not here and we had yeah i remember this yeah and so here's what he here's how he delivered this joke i think this is the right clip when i start when i show a movie usually if i make it an that's definitely not it where did it go (laughs) god damn it it's not this is it all right let's jack off gentlemen uh owner to kel kick us off so i'm just supposed to read this (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Huh. Uh, well, let me... I'll have to keep looking for it. Neither of those were right. My bad. Uh, who's your second Ow. hot mess in the meantime? Uh, my second hot mess is... I've been catching this damn Enrique around everywhere singing his two most recent hits in this new one, Bayermo or Bailamas. Bailando. I mean, yeah, well, hasn't he sung that five times already? Him. Anyway, <laughs> that's yeah, what I, I thought. Mean, it's like, yeah. I'm pretty sure he had this as a hit a few years ago. But you know, the kid like just works less and less. Mm-hmm. If you've caught any of his most recent performances on stuff, he comes out. His voice is so overdubbed. I'm not even sure it's him singing. I think it might be him and then four other people on top of him. And he just does a line, and then he sort of struts around while Sean Paul and some other dude work their ass off. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I, and if you remember back to his dad, his dad was like, you know, stand-up comatose cadaver man singing. <laughs> no energy whatsoever. So he, i got to say he comes by it honestly. You know, it is the family business after all. But still, you know, put a little effort forward. Yeah, and this, I remember when I first saw, like, the album that has Bailando on it, it's not even a new song. Like, that, this album came out, like, two years ago, and I looked when it came out on the Spotify. I was working at a law firm at the time, and I looked on the Spotify, and I was <laughs> like, wait, didn't he already, like, he already had Bailamos, so now he has Bailando? It was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah How no, I was like, do the same thing. Yeah. No, absolutely. I guess absolutely. he's just relying really on people what was to forget. The hit sort of got, what was the hit that sort of got everything going at the beginning of the summer? Freaky or some shit like that? What was it, Mike? What was that song? Yeah, Mike. It's still on the radio. It's still on the radio. I know that. And is it's, it, is it, it's called Freak, right? And he's like the last thing that comes to mind when, when Freak. It's not the one that was like, Baby, it's you, it's me, the light, we can turn the light on. That's not it, is it? Yeah. Oh, that yeah. one. Yeah, okay. Terribly yeah. fun, but... That's <laughs> it, where each, where each line is like, you know, pulling a butt hair. <laughs> <laughs> and who is your final hot mess? 
My final hot mess has got to be, I was just reading this account of Britney Spears and the amount of money she spent on her dogs last year. Mm-hmm. It, it must be nice. You know, she buys these, like, little friggin' miniature dogs for, like, eight and $5,000 and pays sitters 5000 to look after them and then buys them little fur coats and Louis Vuitton outfits and shit. Another person who I might say doesn't really bust a sweat when she's working anymore. <laughs> you really don't yeah, I, like Britney these days, do you? Not at all, no. <laughs> not Brit- so much. Britney I do was- love that. If if you get a chance, go to, mm-hmm. I think they still have it on their uh, Rolling Stone on their page, did when her show, which, Jesus, it's, what, been running now eight months, but when it first opened in Vegas... You know, this, like, Mm -hmm. five-year, multi-billion-dollar thing she's got going. When it first opened, they had the five best moments and the five worst moments. Mm -hmm. And the thing that was brilliant was that they were absolutely indistinguishable from one another. (laughs) You really couldn't tell when she was working a sweat and busting a move and when she wasn't. She was was my main squeeze when I was a teen. I I saw Britney... uh... Many a time, one time, we were seventh row center at the Meadows in Hartford, me and Danny Stefano, and I remember vividly, he turns to me and he goes, did you just see that? She opened and closed her legs, you know, our, our pubescent selves. Yeah, and look how well that turned out for you. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of, uh, are you both lubed up and ready to joke off? Oh, it could happen. Oh, I'm ready. All right, so uh, we, we don't have the joke. Balls. We don't have the choke off theme either, so I'm just gonna play this as the theme. Here we go. Can you tell us a little more of what you saw? I sure can. I was sitting on my front porch, grabbed a beer, and fuck her right in the pussy. Back. <laughs> All right, Tom Fogarty, uh, kick us off. <laughs> okay, 58-year-old Richard Gibson has been collecting his fingernail. Trimmings in a glass jar since 1978. (laughs) 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 Jimmy Jameson, the lead singer of the band Survivor, has died. His bandmates will continue touring under the name, well, we survived. Aww. What were their hits? I have no idea. Do you? Can't even think of their hits. No idea. Ha. Well, Piers Morgan is officially done at CNN. Oh, I'm sorry, I read that wrong. Uh, Piers Morgan is officially done. (laughs) Yeah. I Mm. didn't even know he was still there. I don't think he is. I think he's just still under contract with them, and now he's no longer an employee. Ha. It's sort of like what they did with Diane Sawyer on ABC. All summer long, she was supposedly gone, and that new guy was filling in for her. Well, now the new guy is permanent. Who's the new guy? Terry Moran? No, that little cute guy that's been on the morning, the GMA news stuff. I mean, they've really been promoting him. Oh, I don't know who this is. A little howdy-doody-looking guy. I mean, he, you know. <laughs> Not Josh Elliott. No, what the hell's his name? I can see him. 
That's not important. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's the new Piers Morgan. Hello? Tommy? Yes. Oh. It's, it's you. Water. Atwater, Minnesota, police chief Trevor Berger said he decapitated a young boy's chicken because it violated the city's ordinance that prohibited fowls. Damn. When I was a kid, it was the chicken head that cut me off. (laughs) (laughs) Singer Sean Colvin opened up to reporters Friday about living with depression. She said she never experienced it until she listened to music by Sean Colvin. When when was this opening up? Because I thought she had talked about it years ago. Well, you know, you can open up. You can open up before. You can open up now. Because because I guess she needed more depressing music out there. Well, I think this depression's been in the news a lot lately, so she's. I guess they they asked her about it. Yeah. No. She. Yeah. No. She's. One of the first people that I knew who was sort of verbal about it, and then when you realize that, of course, that's where the music comes from, too, it's just sort of weird. (laughs) Well, uh, a Washington State woman who owned a coffee truck, a coffee truck, is now faced with prostitution charges after it was revealed that her bikini-clad baristas were performing sex acts for their customers. Some unsuspecting customers were quoted saying that they didn't think that tasted like half and half. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Very nice. The joke wizard. Yeah, no, I'm, I was just thinking. I was just thinking about other flavored creams that I like. Uh, okay, celebrity chef Todd English was arrested Sunday on Long Island on charges of DWI. When questioned, he insisted, but officer, this drive is wonderfully complimented by a full bottle of Chianti. (laughs) (laughs) Police in Washington are investigating a likely homicide after seeing a man burn bloody items near the woods. The man said in his defense, that he was just out there trying to get rid of the bloody tampons he sh- shoved up the front of his butt. What? Shamalia <laughs> <laughs> says what? <laughs> oh, Shamalia. There's been a lot of Shamalia conversation tonight. Well, a Bronx man killed himself in broad daylight Monday morning by tying a chain to a pole and tying the other end of the chain around his neck and getting into his car and stepping on the gas. I mean, what does the guy think he is? Unwanted foul in Atwater, Minnesota? Oh, <laughs> that really happened? I missed that. Yeah, and I read it, and I was like, I, I thought it must have happened in bumfuck, you know, middle of nowhere. Then I, was, I read The Bronx, and I was like, are you serious? It happened here. Wow. Now, do you think he was jacking off at the time, too, so it was like the ultimate in the... Ro- and, oh, I get it. It was real auto-erotic asphyxiation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how long have you been waiting to pull that one? Oh, I'm still pulling it. <laughs> Authorities in southwest Missouri 
said Chelsea Berry and Jared Preer posed for a selfie with the body of a friend who died from a drug overdose. Do I smell Weekend at Bernie's 3? Oh, mm. <laughs> uh, man, that's, that's worse than a hashtag funeral mm. selfie. Oh. Oh, so that was so that was a stiffy selfie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess so. Don't look that up on Twitter, though. I will. Maybe I will. Well, <laughs> three Las Vegas thieves stole two men's Rolexes by shoving them up their vaginas. Apparently, their profane sex ed teacher with a speech impediment wasn't very clear when they were younger, and the lady thought they were supposed to shove clocks up their vaginas, you know, <laughs> instead of cocks, clocks. <laughs> Uh, there's a whole lot of shoving going on in this episode, and just to round things out, a happy accident with a garden hose led to a really significant discovery at Stonehenge this week about circles or semicircles or, I don't know, some shit like that. Similarly, a happy accident with a garden hose led to the recent significant discovery for me that when I shoved it up my butthole. Really? Really? You can induce that to the bank. Sire, before you go, let me ask you something. I'll pose this question to both of you guys. Now, say I have a friend who has had a proclivity for whacking off to tranny porn. Uh, in the past, and then uh, one day sought out uh, some sort of a, a compilation or fellatio on the internet and w- was um, propositioned by uh, a, a trans uh, lady, um, and then, uh, y- you know, uh, she had a dick and banged her in the ass and whatnot, uh, and, and this guy, um, a friend of mine, uh, insists on his heterosexuality, but then now, it, apparently, uh, it, it, previously it was a fetish or a kink, and, and now maybe he's going on a date uh, with uh, a lady who uh, used to be a dude who got her dick cut into a vagina, still insists on his 100% heterosexuality. Uh, Tom Fogarty, what's your reaction to that? I just wonder if he can parallel park. What? <laughs> what does that mean? I don't, and, I don't even understand that. And who, this, this friend of yours, <laughs> this friend of yours, yeah, I don't know when it comes to that sort of thing. I've never understood that. Yeah. I have a question. You know, who, you know it's, who, like, uh, it's, like the, it's like the whole gay for pay syndrome, yeah. you know, and all the boys that, where they have girlfriends or actually are married or stuff, but yet, you know, make a lot of noise when they're taking it up the butt in porn films. <laughs> and you know, what's your question, like, Mike? I was just wondering, who's, who, who plays the male in that situation then because of all the complexity? The dicks? All the, the extremities? All the dicks, yeah. A lot of dicks. Uh, right. Well, you know, I had a my my first roommate in this apartment when when I came over to visit uh to before I moved in here and he's a friend from college. Uh he said that he had a girlfriend and I had always known him to be gay in college. He had dated my other friend for like 3 years 
And I was like, didn't, didn't you identify as, as gay in college? And he's like, yeah, but, uh, you know, it's, I'm in love. And, and, t- and at the risk of TMI, uh, my girlfriend bought me a strap-on for my birthday and fucks me up the ass. Hey, however you get off, man. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that has very yeah. little to do with the whole, th- this whole thing that, that I, I mentioned about the, you know, the... <sighs> Apparently, it's supposedly a straight fetish, this Shamalia fetish, but uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, I'm no, it, it, there's, yeah. <laughs> All right, so before I get... Yeah, uh, no, I don't, you know, I've, 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 I, and I guess it's one of those things that unless you're in the, you know, unless you're dealing with it or or on the fringes of it, I don't think there's any way that any of us can pass judgment because, yeah, you know, it's it's that whole thing. I don't know what it means to to feel any of that or to feel trapped or that I'm not what I'm supposed to be or that. And people that do that is, but I do, I I do though question if the first situation that you explained was sort of a a pre-op. And then yeah. the second situation, he's with a post-op. Mm-hmm. It's still a horse of the same color, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Right? Um, so I appreciate that. Uh, and before I get shut down by the, the TransUnion Credit Bureau, um, I uh, thank you, Sire, for calling in from the road. Uh, yeah. See- Safe travels, my friend. We will talk to you next week. And uh, where are you? are in South Carolina. Are you in a hotel? I'm in a hotel in South Carolina, and I'll be in St. Augustine tomorrow night. Oh, awesome. All right. Well, yeah. look forward to your return. And oh. thanks again for coming out to the show. Oh, yes. So, Mike, last week, uh, Sire Tom Fogarty, the Wizard of Waverly Place, uh, I went to his play that he directed um, called Lancelot. And uh, it was uh, it was quite a piece. It was quite a piece of theater. It was that downtown risky art, that gritty risky art theater, that performance art. And uh, and I re- I love that stuff. I've loved that stuff since I was in high school. We always took a lot of big we took bigger risks in high school than we did in college. Um, but uh, but man, was that good. And it was in a great space. And it, it made. You know, it was in a, in the round kind of, and made all of us in the audience very uncomfortable. It was a very twisted, twisted kind of story. Congratulations! Good. Hey. <laughs> well, thanks again. Absolutely, sire. Have a good night. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Mike. Okay, that was sire Tom Fogarty. Uh, I really got got to get these clips back together before I get sued or something. Um, so. Mike, I don't know if if you know or not, but lately a lot of people have been calling you the uh, the the Doctor Drew of the internet. Have you heard that? Yeah, it's 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 kind of been around. Yes, I've heard that. Okay, not so, to be not to be uh, mistaken with Doctor Dre, though. So. No, the, the not, right they, they do look similar. I think they are related in some. Their bloodline they have is the same, like, but. Uh, they're not. They're not uh, the same person. So, we have a letter for you. Uh, 
that uh, a person wrote into the show and is seeking your advice. Are you ready, willing, and able to uh, to listen and to divulge some advice for this person? Yeah, just just put it in me. Yeah, see, that's, that's the thing. Like, when I was nearly passing out riding that D before, what happens when you pass out while riding a D? You know what I mean? That's what I was, that's what I was talking about. You wake, up, you wake up with weird things in you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so here's the letter to you. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Dear Weeks, I am an avid fan of your show and have been meaning to ask this question for a while. I'm too scared to call in, thinking that any of my friends or girlfriend will recognize my voice. I'm desperate and in dire need of help. I haven't shared this with many people, but I'm a man with extremely low testosterone. Not entirely low where it's a health risk, but low enough where I can't seem to ever get hard even when I want to. It only happens in the morning, but then it goes away two minutes after I wake up. The thing that sucks the most is that I'm 26 years old and I should be having the time of my life. My low testosterone started a few years ago. When I was younger, I I used to love being with women, going clubbing, having one-night stands even. The typical college frat stuff. It all changed after I graduated and started my first real job. Suddenly, I didn't feel like I needed to have sex anymore, let alone masturbate. When I was single, sometimes I used to masturbate just to make sure my body was working all right, even though that took an hour in itself. It made me scared to date girls, but then I met Amy a month ago. She's funny, beautiful, and loves to play video games with me. We hit it off right away and have been dating for a month now. The thing is, whenever we're about to get intimate, I make an excuse like, I'd rather wait until we really know each other and respect your body or something along the lines of that. I'm scared to tell her my medical issue, but at the same time, I want to make her feel like she should feel sexy. I even go out of my way to not sleep over at her place, or vice versa to avoid an awkward situation. It's really embarrassing, and I'm scared she'll leave me. What should I do? Yours truly, sad and soft. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't laugh. Sad and soft is <laughs> good, a good uh, way to end that. Um, yeah. Well, first off, if he really likes this girl, he's, he's got to sleep over. He's probably sending the wrong signals in that sense. There's only mm. so many excuses one can pull. Um, she's she's gonna think something. She's gonna, she, you know, he's a he's a, a man, and you know he ha- has needs. Everyone has needs. This is this is a predicament. You know, if you can't, there's there's plenty of guys who can't laugh, keep it up, whatever. You know, I, what I say is, you know, he's got he's got to try and find a, a a way, something that turns him on. He obviously loves this woman, or doesn't love her. He 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 truly likes her. So I think. I think maybe he just hasn't had a connection with a woman like that, and maybe, you know, he should just let it happen in the bedroom. Sometimes, uh, you know, when, when there's passion and, and actual feelings, it's different than when he was saying he was, you know, you know, people go out and hit it and quit it, one, one night stand kind of thing. But mm-hmm. if it's truly really, really a medical issue, I mean, there's, there's ways to boost your testosterone, you know, uh, exercise. Maybe it maybe a good diet, you know, you always like to keep have yourself some energy, you know, feeling a little little libido, maybe a little coffee, five hour energy, you know. Something like that, man. I mean unfortunately I've never had an issue of not having a uh a woody, unfortunately. But, or fortunately I've never had a problem with with, with a woody, but um, you know, it's uh 
I think I think he's an adult, and and if this girl truly likes him and 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 can understand, maybe I don't know if he'd want to have the conversation right away, but you know, at, at least at least show her your affection in, in other ways. Sleepovers and uh, are a good way to do so. You know, at least you know being close to the woman, uh, showing her you you care and that you're you're there for her. That's that's half the battle, man. I mean, sometimes women don't even give two shits about the sex as much as they care. You know, want to see that you care about them and whatnot. Don't get me wrong, everyone loves sex, but, you know, there's a certain point where the emotional realm of it all, you know, takes take over. Is that mm-hmm. funny? I, was that supposed to be funny at the end? Was I supposed to... I don't know. I, I mean, I, th- I think to sign a letter like Sad and Soft, there, there's some sort of, uh, you know, funny uh, aspect to that. At least uh, this guy sees the humor in it. But, hey, I was thinking, you know, if this whole... Uh, Shamalia thing is a straight fetish. Maybe he can get into that. Yeah, maybe he's just got to dive in, man. Just just lube it up and stick it in there. Um, <laughs> isn't it isn't it a little unfair? Don't you think that like when you're a kid and your your boner pops up uh, at inopportune times that it's embarrassing, and then when you get older and it doesn't pop up when it's supposed to, then it's embarrassing. It's like either way. It's fucking embarrassing. It's true. It's true. Men, men, uh, we, we don't, we don't have it, we don't have it easy, man. Let me tell you, you know, when you're in eighth grade, slow dancing, you know, with your, your girl and you're, you're tucking it, tucking it in your waistband. Or, <laughs> when, when you're, uh, when you're drunk at a wedding dancing and you're hoping to God later at the hotel room that it, that it does come up, you know, there's, and, and it's funny because there's only a few years in between where, where, uh, you know, you're rock solid and you know what's going on. It's pretty funny, actually. <laughs> Literally. Uh, what do you think about these guys? Listen, I, don't, I didn't know about these guys, but this has been brought to light uh, recently to me. Um, these guys who, uh, their fetish, their sexual fetish, and their kind of uh, what they choose to do with their lifestyle is to become big fat fucks. Um, like... They'll, fat yeah, like they'll even have like parties of, and actually Tom Fogarty, I mentioned this to him once, and he was actually familiar with like a particular term for these guys, which uh, eludes me at the moment. Um, but uh, these guys will have like parties together and like just feed a skinny guy to fatten him up. And uh, there's uh, a friend of mine who has gained about 90 pounds in the last couple of years because he's like he wanted to and like it turns him on and he thinks it's like really hot if he like uh he's gay so if he he's think it's really hot if he like eats a lot and then like lies on top of another dude um now Jesus. i uh and then i've mentioned to him like well this is not healthy you, you know this is not a healthy lifestyle and he's oh well i i stay active though but but no, you can't. I mean, when you, you when you I mean, he and he sends some photos and it almost like he was proud, you know, proud of this new mass massive body that he's uh, attained. I mean, I'm, I'm I have not, I have never heard, I've never heard of that in my life. I know yeah. there's some freak, freaky shit out there. Um, I'll tell you this, man. After I eat a meal, I do not want to have sex. At all, man. I feel fat and gross. If people can embrace that, if if someone can embrace the fact that after you've eaten 
four slices of pizza and slugged a few beers that, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're good enough to have sex with, hey, power to you, man. Power to you. Yeah, but this guy, it's not, just, I mean, he's like eating everything in sight. People are feeding him and banging him or he's banging them. I don't know who's banging whom, but yeah, there's... I, I think that's like one of those things where like people like to prey on like, you know, like people that have the power. That's got to be a power thing, you know, like I'm mm-hmm. feeding you food and you're getting fat and then I'm fucking you, you know, like something like that. Mm. Almost like a BDSM thing with food. Sort of, yeah. Yeah. I bet, like, there's, like, weird things, like, where you can only do things for food, like a dog almost, like, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm just mm-hmm. guessing. I, it's not from experience. <laughs> um, a few more questions, then we got to go. Now, uh, I, I, let me ask you something. I was in a hotel over the weekend in in Rye, New York, at the Hilton. By what a, by the way, what a fucking dump that place is. And they they don't give you free anything. No free coffee. No free Wi-Fi. Uh, you got to pay for you. You know, for, you, there's tennis court. You got to pay forty bucks as a member, as a hotel guest. You got to pay forty bucks to play an hour of tennis. Uh, place is a dump. Um, but what I did was I when I was walking through the hotel, I saw pilots. And I thought about saluting them. Do you salute a pilot? Oh, I think you do like a like a like a head nod, maybe like a like a you know like a like a, yeah, bro, like something like that. Like you, oh, like you respect a, their authority, you know. You just like you you show your respect. You yeah, but you do you a head nod to to you know a, a lady carrying a, uh, c- carrying a plaid plaid luggage down the street, you know what's the difference between that and the pilots? Yeah, I mean, I guess, but you know, I don't know. They're just a pilot, man. Just <laughs> not like they're 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 just a pilot, you know. What I don't if it's know. a pilot? Sure. What if it's a pilot who was in the air force? Yeah, but do you go around saluting everyone everyone in the armed forces you see? Isn't that like disrespectful? I feel like is it? Maybe it is. I don't is. know, man. I don't. When I see like army guys, I'll give them like a, yeah, dude, I see you, man, kind of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. thanks, thanks, mm-hmm. or like a thanks for your service. Maybe like you could. Maybe you should have said that. See what he, see what he did. Mm-hmm. Thanks for your thanks for your service. Thanks for flying Delta <laughs> Airlines. Yeah, it was Delta. Um, and I was speaking of travel. I was on the train. On the, I was riding that D last week. I think it was the D. Yeah, it was the D during rush hour. And the conductor got on the thing, and he keeps yelling out, like, like, let the doors close, let the doors close. And when the doors finally <laughs> closed and we were moving, he goes, do not put your fingers through or hold the doors. <clears throat> There's other people on this train. Stop being selfish. What do you think about that? Wow. He's, he's, he's telling it how it is, man. He yeah. is. After a long day of work, man, it's rush hour, you want to go home? I hate those people with a passion. There's a, there's a few people I hate on, on public transportation, and mm-hmm. most people are one of them, man. Like, the door, the, like, you're squeezing in there, man. I don't, wanna, I don't want you squeezing up on me. There's, there's <laughs> only so much only so much room on those friggin' trains, man. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks. But I like that guy's attitude, man. You know, he's just he ain't taking shit from nobody. He's just, right. he's just telling it how it is. What other people do you hate on trains, Michael? 
I hate loud conversations. I hate loud conversations, like you said yeah. before. Those yeah. people are the worst. And, and you know whom I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, let me and, just clarify. Uh, it's not black people, because I know everyone's going to think it's black people you're referring to. That's not what you mean. No, it's not black people. <laughs> no, it's not black people. No. But I do, speaking of, I don't like those dancers, man. Hate yeah. them. Yeah. I hate them the most, dude. I hate them the most. Get out of the fucking subway. You're going yeah. to kick me in the face. Um, yeah. I don't know. You know, I guess if there's a crying baby, I hate it. But usually people don't be bringing babies down there. That's, babies can, like, die down there. They catch a disease or something. I don't know. Their immune systems aren't prepared for the New York subway system. Oh, really? I see babies down there all the time. I see babies by yeah. themselves down there waiting in line to buy a Metro card behind me. Hey, baby, what are you doing? I gotta go to work. <laughs> yeah, uh, baby standing right behind the rat, waiting for the metro card. Um, and uh, oh, I just want to share this little uh, story with you. Um, I was on um, one of these. Uh, have you heard of this application uh, called Grinder? Yes, I I, I frequent it. <laughs> so no, but I, I, I I've heard of it. Yes, so I was on the Grinder. And uh, there was this... Oh, uh, you were grinding. What? You were grinding? I was grinding. Boy, did, How I long just... How have you been grinding for now? Because you were off the grinder for a minute. Well, you know what we uh, guys who like guys do is we, we, we download it. We think this is a really horrible idea. We delete it. And then a few days go by and we re-download it. There you go. Anyway, what your story... <laughs> so um so I was and by the way I'm at the point now where yeah yeah I got to delete it again. So uh, I'm on the, <laughs> the the grinder and uh there was this real uh, picture of a very like toned hot dude uh, half white half Asian so that's you know it's kind of right up my alley. And um sure. and uh and so we're talking and I figure you know if if he's not interested then then why respond at all? But then he says something about like uh Oh, I I prefer dates, and I said fine, let's go on a date. And then uh, he he said perfect, uh, and I was, and then he indicated that it would be that night, and I was like, okay, well I have to like I get off of work at six, and I have to be in Brooklyn at nine, so I can meet up before then. And he said like, haha, you don't have enough time for a dinner date. And I was like, let's do coffee at six thirty. And he goes, hate. To be, what was the word? Shallow. Hate to be shallow, but I only date attractive, successful men. Wow. <laughs> he was just doing. He was doing that for a little, a little boost, a little, little ego boost. I mean, you know, that, how rude is that? So rude. That's that's rude. What a what a terrible person. <laughs> I I kind of. Maybe I mean maybe I'm just saying this to make myself feel better, but maybe he was just cat a catfish situation, you know. Could have been, could have been. Maybe you should hit up the Tinder instead. Oh yeah. I hear Get I some, hear great success stories. <laughs> some Tinderonies going on. <laughs> some Tinderonies, yeah. Uh, okay, and what do you say uh, we play some clips uh, from a prank phone call show? That airs Friday night, called Friday Night Cranks. I always play these with weeks, so I'm going to play a couple of these clips. 
This guy was calling a lady at a tampon company about how to insert the tampon. All right? Yeah. All right, here. As far as for you, you don't use the tampons, please. <laughs> but you, you were saying to put them on my butt. No, no, I meant your, your rectum. I don't, I don't want you putting them up your butt. That's not good. <laughs> just putting it up in, insert it, and then just pull the cardboard out. Put, put it up in what? You said cervix. In your vagina. In the what? Yeah. In your butt. Uh, your, uh, did, you, did you say in my, in my butt? Your butt. Yeah, uh, you know. Up the front of your butt, just stick it in there. <laughs> Up the front of your butt. Um, and now, are there are there safer ways to to handle this situation, or you to just think up the butt's the easiest way to go? <laughs> yeah, just stick it up your javanus, and that's it, honey. And just pull it, uh, pull the cardboard out. And it'll stay in there, and then uh, whenever you get ready to change, just no, no, I, I don't need to. She said javanus. <laughs> I think that woman is unqualified for her job. <laughs> We'll play one more clip of this here. Do ladies put them yeah, up the butt? But no, they put them up the vagina. They don't put them up their butt. It's just for oh the javina from the the javina. Yeah, javina. Yeah, it's to keep. It's just for like when you're on your period for ladies. They use them when they're on their period, and they, so eat they can them. wear bathing suits or whatever. And then no, they don't eat them. <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> um, okay, what is your, what, you remember that movie, She's the Mine, with Mind, Mind, Mind? Hey, Mind, I do. Uh, what do you, what do you, when you look back on that movie, what do you think is your favorite scene in She's the Mind, Mind, with Mind, 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 Mind? I was thinking maybe it was the scene where she was thinking she was the main, but then she had uh-huh. doubts about being the main, and then she, she figured out she really was the main. Oh, okay. That's a good scene. I remember that scene. My favorite scene is she's a mind man with my brain to brain's mind is when she's uh, a uh, substitute school teacher and she's like taking over for her her friend, um, Mr. Uh, Schneebly, and she uh, uh, what she does is she turns the class into basically a, a a rock and roll music class, and then the kids do a a thing, a performance at the end, and winning being competition, and you know that's that's my favorite scene, I think. And she's in my mind with it. She looks a lot like Jack Black in that movie, but that's my favorite scene. And she's in my mind with my about Brian's mind. <laughs> All right, uh, Mike, thank you so much for co-hosting the show. We've barely scratched the surface, and we've gone over time. So thank you for sticking around. Um, no problem. Yeah, buddy. Uh, it was I can a pleasure, of- man. I'm happy you did it. Uh, And I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence. And if you have a Barbie doll, Mike Torito, what are you going to do with that Barbie doll? I don't know, but that's a really nice ski mask. (laughs) Good night, Mike. Good night, everybody.